There are a lot of things that we're not quite sure how to properly clean, like a cast iron skillet or a pasta strainer. You know what shouldn't fall into that same category? Sex toys. You know, the things that are probably touching your genitals. Getting a new toy can be a fun and exciting experience, but it can also be a little intimidating. Plus, storing it and keeping it clean can be a puzzle all on its own, especially if we live with people we don't particularly want to show our toys to. Luckily, there are many different ways to keep your toys clean, whether you live on your own, have two roommates, or share a bathroom with the 50 other students on your floor. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Period Sis. I'm your host, Mandy B, and we are joined yet again that's right, by probably one of your favorite doctors now, Dr. Ebony, and we are getting a little bit more raunchy. That's right, we are gonna help you with how to clean your sex toys properly. That's right, you know I am an advocate of bringing some help or just some more adventures into the bedroom. And today we are going to talk about the proper way to clean and the proper way to use in case you wanna bring someone else into the bedroom. So yet again, it is another tale of womanhood, for women by women. Dr. Ebony, thank you for joining me again on Periodsis. I'm super excited about this conversation, of course, and I know you have your notes pulled up. I have my yes. questions to ask because I am actually experienced in this. Not so much menopause as the last episode, but, <laughs> but sex toys and properly cleaning them. Um, I'm probably going to, to admit actually to some non- correct ways, incorrect ways of cleaning sex toys. I'll be honest with you, with my last partner, after we did the do, we would literally just put them in the, he'd drop them in the sink first off and leave me to clean it. And a mm -hmm. lot of times I would just run hot water, maybe add some soap or shampoo to it and call it a day. Let's mm -hmm. start there. What would be the most basic way if I do not have toy cleaners? What is the most basic way of cleaning sex toys? Dr. Ebony. Well, and actually you didn't, you really didn't do anything wrong. Oh. Uh, no, not at all. Um, so one, the first step is to make sure that you identify what material they are made out of. Ah. That's very, very important. Okay. And what typically are the materials it, that they could be made right. of? And so I'm going to essentially, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down the material, how to clean this particular material <laughs> and also how to store it based on the material type but that's very 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 important you can look online it's usually on the box um it can either be porous or non-porous um they can be made out of stone wood crystal uh so many different things so you want to make sure that yeah exactly so you wanna wait make sure. wait 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 dr ebony mm -hmm. what what sex toys are made out of wood in, in, 20, it? in, in 2021 there are sex toys that are made out of wood. <laughs> yeah, you have balls that actually go into certain areas of the body. Oh yeah, uh huh, absolutely. I gotta look. You'd be this shocked. Out. <laughs> People get creative. You know, if you go into some of these stores, they are just very fascinating to say the least. And they, yeah, and they can be made out of so many different things that people have no clue about. So um, you definitely want. To, to educate yourself and, and know, you know, what are they made out of? Because um, these manufacturers get very creative. I'm familiar with the silicone. Um, mm -hmm. I also have glass, um, mm -hmm. which now that I think about it, 
y'all. I, I was like, whoa, it's a wood. But yes, I actually have a glass double-sided uh, dildo. Mm -hmm. bicycle and those are also good because you could change the temperature on them uh, uh -huh. which, but like you said and how you started there are porous and non-porous and that would be for any of you guys listening the easiest I believe the distinction so silicone is clearly porous glass mm -hmm. is easily wipeable and not porous at all um but right let's, let, let's go ahead and break those down then so right. if I have a porous toy let's start there right so so just in general, to summarize, things that are porous are things like jelly rubber, elastomer, latex, cyber skin, PVC, and vinyl. So let's start with jelly rubber. How okay. you clean jelly rubber is room temperature water with a soapy washcloth, okay? Okay. That's, that's how you want to clean that particular material. You want to store it alone in a lint-free fabric pouch or non-plastic container, okay? I feel like I just need to buy a whole bunch of lit free pouches because <laughs> that is, that is the problem that I notice. Like I normally wash it. I put it back in my little sex toy box, but when it gets time to pull it out, I have to go rinse it off again because it's full of lint. Exactly. Exactly. So you want to make sure you, that you know how to store it. Um, so let's take PVC, for example, water, uh, warm water as well with a soapy washcloth. And this okay. one also you want to put in a lint free bag. So. You have PVC, warm water with a soapy washcloth. And last summer, uh, same thing, room, but room temperature water mm. with a soapy washcloth. Yes. Store it alone in a lint-free fabric pouch. And also, you can also use a non-plastic container as well. Cotton, for example, cold water and soap. Ah. Yes. Now, now can I ask you this as well? There's a lot of soaps that are actually... Um, told that we should keep away from mm -hmm. our from our lady parts. And so if I'm washing just soap and maybe it's maybe it's scented, maybe you know there's fragrance in it. And now I'm washing my sex toy with that and it's yeah. going in me, it's not gonna right. affect because I'm rinsing it off, especially the porous ones. Like the chemicals in these soaps, if I'm not using uh, an actual soap uh, a sex toy cleaner, will mm -hmm. these soaps affect the safeness of my toy if it's being inserted inside of me. So you want to know that even though you rinse something off, it still is going to leave some type of residue. Right. right? So I, the same thing that the same rules that you apply to your vagina, you want to make sure that you apply to the sex toys. Right. Mm. So in general, when I'm teaching people, you know, how to decrease the risk of recurrence of bacterial vaginosis or yeast infections, uh, I'm telling them unscented soaps. Um, unscented dove is a lifesaver. The other thing that people don't know is that you can actually take baking soda, put maybe, a, yeah, a couple of tablespoons over into a tub and splash it around in the vaginal region a few times. Okay. And so what that is going to do is to help your pH balance as well. So I tell people, even if you want to put a little bit of baking soda on your uh, washcloth, put water on it and, you know, just the outsides of your vagina you'll be surprised on the effect that baking soda can have. And like I said, a few scoops over into a tub, sit in the tub, splash it around in that area. You really be shocked. Obviously, never you never want to put any type of soap up in your vagina. Some people right. like, wash like they're deep in And I'm like, no, you're taking away natural black bacteria, natural, what we call the normal flora. Uh, so you definitely don't want to strip that up. Your, it's the normal bacteria that's in the vagina is called the lactobacilli. And right. so- 
you don't want to disrupt any of that because it'll increase your risk of yeast infections, bacterial vaginosis, and even um, sexually transmitted disease. So you want to make sure that the same thing that you use on your vagina and the same rules that you apply to your vagina, you want to use the, the same cleaning rules to your sex toys. Well, let me ask you this then. A lot of the pH washes um, that I've seen are, of course, about 80% water, but they do mm -hmm. have apple cider vinegar. When I, mm -hmm. yeah. when I clean my chicken, I put some vinegar on that thing. So <laughs> could I clean my sex toys with water and apple cider vinegar? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You absolutely can. That makes That's me feel hilarious. a little safer. That makes me oh, feel yeah. a little bit more safer. Okay. Absolutely. And you can do the same thing. So the same thing that I'm talking to you about with regards to the baking soda, you can do the same thing with vinegar. Oh, I love it. Love to hear it. Because remember back in the day, you know, they used to do that to get that snap back. Yeah. It worked. You it know, worked. these old school ladies, they know what they're doing. That's how you think <laughs> they kept their man so long. <laughs> this is how. They knew all the tricks. Okay, let's get into other types of sex toys and how we clean them and store them. Sure. So latex, room temperature water as well. Okay. Soapy washcloth. Once again, you want to store it alone uh, in a lint-free fabric pouch or non-plastic container. Vinyl, warm water with a soapy washcloth, lint-free bag. Okay. Okay. Cyber skin, room temperature water with a soapy washcloth stored in a lint-free uh, fabric pouch or non-plastic container as well, okay? You know what? I think I think for all box owners, I think maybe next year in one of these boxes, I'm going to go ahead and send y'all some lint-free pouches for your sex toys because I definitely know I need them. Um, and I think that that actually would be uh, great for women to store. Uh, by the way, I've sent butt plugs to the ladies, vibrators. Mm -hmm. And so those type of toys, uh, specifically the the vibrators um and i believe i also sent kegel weights those were porous mm -hmm. those those were definitely porous um in the material that they were so of course ladies if you notice it's just picking up a lot of lint i really like the suggestion of a lint free pouch i like yes that. yes no one wants a lenny vagina that's we for sure. definitely don't want that <laughs> <laughs> guys are like what's this that's actually the worst let's not let's not is that COVID or lint? Yeah. <laughs> and what? Um, so, yep. So glass, for example, we talked about that, right? Yep. So there's a difference if you have a motorized glass toy versus mm. a non-motorized glass toy. So if it's motorized, warm water, soap, or sex toy cleaner. Um, if it's non-motorized, you can use boiling water or sanitizing the dishwasher. Okay. I was actually about to get there. Mm -hmm. So only, um, so, and that's, I think, important to note only specifically because everything that you spoke about previously were mostly the materials that we would find on our dildos and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, and so to know that not one of those <laughs> suggested boiling, I know that a lot mm -hmm. of women do actually choose to boil their sex toys. So for mm -hmm. all of those porous sex toys, you would not recommend boiling or dishwashing any of those. No. It really needs to just be room temperature or cold. Exactly. You're going to, okay. yeah, you're going to. What could happen um, <laughs> to those materials? Um, and, and what are the, what are, you know, the potential harmful oh, causes yeah. to those toys if I choose to boil them or put it's them gonna, in? 
it's definitely going to change the the actual material itself right mm. you can change form it can be way too hot you know you get to put your your dildo into the dishwasher and it comes out looking like a makeup brush because you know you burned it <laughs> and who knows who knows how the consistency will affect you know your your vagina once you insert it so uh, definitely do not want to put these things in a dishwasher. You don't want to put anything motorized in a dishwasher and blow a motor. Um, so that's definitely, you want to be smart about it. So it can change the consistency uh, and can, you know, damage your dishwasher. Those are more expensive probably than um, a sex toy. So yes. you definitely don't want to put those kind of things in a dishwasher, but glass that is non-motorized is totally fine to go in a dishwasher. Now let's talk about um, properly using them with other people as well. So mm-hmm. I'm in the bedroom. I have all of my sex toys. I've also been to partners' homes, men that have mm-hmm. sex toys. And I'm like, I'm sure he uses sketch. this on. It, it is sketch. It mm-hmm. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're saying that sketch? <laughs> let's, let's talk about it a little bit. So let's say <laughs> I go over a man's home and he pulls out a sex toy. This is not my personal sex toy. What should be the ways in which should I just say no entirely? Do I clean it? Will it be, is it fine if I just put a condom over it? Let's talk about the safety or the measures in which I should take if a man pulls out a sex toy that is not mine. Right. So (laughs) I would definitely clean it. Okay. Okay. Now it would be okay to actually put a, a condom over it you know if it covers you know the parts that are going to to touch you obviously but okay. be okay like this is this is your body <laughs> you know? yes. be all right standing up for your vagina or other parts so definitely i would i would not be if he's offended like that's on him you but if it you feel like it's something that may ruin the moment put a condom over it just as long as it covers the essentials And that is your suggestion as well. Um, Let's say, which I've done multiple times, I've brought women into the bedroom with my partner. And clearly we use the toys that I often use on myself. So what are, what should be the outlining rules for that? Would you say it's the same? Well, I would say it's the same, but you got to think about it. If you are if you are inserting your tongue into another woman, right? And yes. you're not using anything to cover uh, her vagina. It's essentially the same. If you're having oral sex, if you're performing okay. oral sex on a woman, yes. and you're not li- you know, using any protection in that aspect, and, but you guys use the same, you know, sex Now, toy. girl, I am not pulling out the dental dam. I don't even think I've ever seen one. So, exactly. Okay. So... So it's not really different. However, the bacteria that's in my mouth, say we kiss, say I do eat her out. Mm-hmm. It would be different from the vaginas. No? Not necessarily. Like, really? No, because we've seen gonorrhea in the mouth. Okay, so there's if I'm having oral sex with her and we're exchanging fluids already, you're mm-hmm. saying there's not really a need as much no, I'm not saying that there's not okay. a need. Okay, there is still a need. Okay. You, like, <laughs> there's definitely a need. What I'm saying is like to justify, you know, um, cleaning a sex toy in between inserting you or your um, the other person. Right. It's really, but you're actually being unsafe 
doing the other things, then it's kind of like, okay, how do you justify one versus another? It's not that, you know, one, sure. Are there more diseases, some, certain diseases that are prevalent uh, in the oral mucosa versus the vaginal mucosa? Sure. But you can get herpes in the vagina and the mouth. So there's really not a whole lot of difference. And, and actually the mucosal membrane of the mouth is very sim similar to that of the vagina. I feel like you just read me for filth and probably a lot of people <laughs> listening because I am an advocate for wearing condoms, but I don't think I've ever sucked dick with a condom in my life. And exactly. so even, even that mindset, you're like, okay, girl, you half safe. You're not even all the way safe. And exactly. I'm, and so it's interesting. And, and I can't wait to have this conversation with my homegirls because we definitely thought we was doing our thing, swapping mm -hmm. out condoms on the sex toys. Mm -hmm. So um, you wasn't doing the right thing until you wasn't. Well, then let me ask you the same thing in terms of, let's say I'm having a threesome. My partner, however, it is justified for him to switch condoms between us. However, yeah. or no. Yeah, absolutely. For that absolutely. one? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Completely, yeah. okay. I'm totally so I feel like you. now I'm 75%, <laughs> right? I'm doing 75% yeah. of, of yeah. what yeah, you're you getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> okay. So now let's talk about real quick. We we talked briefly on the motorized toys. Um, what about something that cannot fit in a pot or a sink? Let's say I have a St. John's cross. Let's say I have something that I sit on top of like the bull I saw it and I'm not sure what the name of it is, but there was something that was really large at a, at a sex club um, mm -hmm. that's motorized and you sit on top of it and it it's like a dildo that goes inside of you and like goes like this. Mm -hmm. I'll get the name for y'all. What if mm. something is large or a sex swing? How are those things supposed to be cleaned? When they're, so when they're it, I mean, the same thing, you can, you can wipe them down with a warm washcloth, you know, okay. something large that you can't go, you know, into. Um, there's nothing wrong with if, if it's something that sits on the floor, for example, putting a big towel down and getting warm so soapy water, maybe okay. potentially even spraying it down, uh, pouring things over. You can totally do that as well. Just, you know, obviously lying the floor. Not lying the floor. All right. Or we, whatever. We're, you, listen, we're I don't know. Sound like, sound like we, sound like we, right. We're rolling up a dead body. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I didn't mean that, guys. Not, not lying the floor. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, let's leave off uh, as well with tips. I know that sex toys are often intimidating for um, partners, either men or women. So can you leave off with a tip on your recommendation on bringing sex toys, now that we know how to clean them, can you leave off with a tip on how to bring sex toys into the bedroom um, without, you know, bringing any insecurities out of our partners? Yeah. So, I mean, once again, like we talked about previously with menopause, for example, it's yes. just a conversation. The thing that many people lack in relationships is having those tough conversations or things that are deemed as tough. And you never know how your partner actually will respond to it. They probably were thinking it, but was just waiting for you to, to say something about it. So be okay having that conversation, but not forcing it on them to say, oh, you know, what do you think about X, Y, Z? Watching maybe, you know, a movie that where this is, you know, not necessarily porno, but a movie where they they're have a, a sex toy to some degree. And you say, well, what do you think about that? And then it, it can kind of have that open that conversation up to say, mm, let's, let's try it. And along the lines of menopause or vaginal dryness remember we talked about how 
many people they they lack foreplay you know or they completely right. ignore it and so it gets boring so this is one of those things that may introduce some type of excitement into the bedroom because once again excitement de decreases vaginal dryness right yes, you, want to, you know we want to alleviate that all together so if this is a thing that increases excitement meaning a sex toy it can potentially fix vaginal dryness due to lack of stimulation lack of foreplay so be okay at least considering it and having that open-ended conversation with your partner, not necessarily you want to force on them, but you know, in a roundabout way, having that conversation, even if it's having a third party uh, come in to talk with you about it. Also, I wanna leave off with a tip as well. Again, in talking about vaginal dryness, these toys um, do often hold material that can also lead to drying you up. So I always, always, always recommend using lube and you definitely mm -hmm. need to read the type of lube. There's water-based, silicone, um, and one more, water-based, oil-based, right? Yes, oil-based, exactly. So there's three types. You wanna also be sure that whatever lube you're using is compatible with the toy that you choose to use as well. Yeah. Um, I'll make sure to leave some notes in the description of this episode, as well as in stats and facts. I'll leave some of those, um, which lubes you should use with which type of toys as well. Dr. Ebony, please let everyone know where they can find you on social media, your website, yeah. and, and anywhere that you may be coming up in the, in, in the near future. Yes, thank you, thank you. So you can follow me on Instagram, Dr. Ebony January. That's Dr. Spelled Out, and that is Ebony with an I on Instagram. On Facebook, I'm Dr. EJ. That's Dr. Spelled Out. My email address is Dr. EJ at DrEJ.com, and uh, my website is BossesLifestyle.com. Uh, things coming up. I have some health fairs coming up in, in St. Louis, California. So I'll be posting those on my website. Um, like I said previously, I do uh, online coaching, online health and success coaching, and I do online medical consultations. Uh, we have some things coming up with the dispensary. I am the medical director for Greenlight Dispensaries in St. Louis, and we also have a 96,000 square foot um, cannabis plant as well. So uh, we'll be doing some great things. We try and do a lot of outreach there. So you'll be seeing me in the future. I am coming to a city near you. I know that is right. And all of that information, ladies, will be in the description of this episode. Dr. Ebony, thank you so, so, so very much for joining me yet again here on Period Sis. Thank you. The sex toy industry is expected to grow by nearly $10 billion by 2023. That's like a lot of dildos. That's partially because toys are becoming more popular and less stigmatized. Plus, in the last few years, the market itself has innovated a lot. So not only are we buying more toys, but we have more options available to us. Before you go buying the latest trendy sex toy, remember that a company can spend all the PR money in the world, but that doesn't mean that the product is going to work for you, or honestly, even be well-made. Factors like girth, power, materials, texture, price point, and level of tech fanciness will all combine to find the toys that are best for you. So will things like where on your body you actually wanna use it, if the product affirms your gender, or even things like eco-friendliness or the brand's social mission. So don't fall for shiny marketing. The other thing to keep in mind is that the sex toy industry isn't regulated. So companies aren't required to use body-safe materials. That means it's our responsibility to find high quality toys. Here's how to do it.
Before you buy a toy, you need to know about material safety. Toy materials can be divided into two basic categories, porous and non-porous. Porous materials include things like jelly latex, silly gel, cyber skin, basically anything that smells like a plastic shower curtain. Go ahead, smell your shower curtain. I'll wait. Porous toys are not fully cleanable because you can't sterilize them. They also chemically degrade over time, which irritates your skin, and also it's just pretty gross. Instead, I recommend purchasing toys that are made of non-porous materials, like 100% silicone, borosilicate glass, stainless steel, or ABS plastic. All of those materials can be sanitized one way or another, even if they have electrical components. They'll also last much longer. Second, think about how you wanna use it. Some toys, like wand and bullet vibrators, are versatile and can be used in many ways. Others, like cock rings and butt plugs, have more specific uses. Take a moment to consider your options and pick the toys that will serve your body best. If you wanna stimulate the G-spot or the prostate, pick a toy that curves a little bit. If you plan on putting your new toy into a butt, it needs to have a flared base. Otherwise, that's a quick and unpleasant trip to the emergency room. And if you wanna strap on, you'll need a dildo that's harness compatible and a harness that's comfortable for you. Remember, while we tend to think of sex toys as being things that vibrate, not all toys do. Some toys have motors that vibrate, oscillate, stroke, suck, tap, or some combination of those, and plenty don't have motors at all. One isn't inherently better than the other. It all depends on what you want and like.